Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session of Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 66 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we continue with our study of the Come Follow Me materials uh, for the Doctrine and Covenants, covering March the 1st and March the 7th, Doctrine and Covenants Sections 20 to 22. And today we're, continu- we're continuing with Doctrine and Covenants Section 20, carrying on from where we left off yesterday uh, as we continue through the section titled about how the church is restored on true doctrine. Um, so in this section 20, the Lord continues uh, to outline the basic and uh, important fundamentals and concepts of and principles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I mean, of course, the church wasn't called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints at this point. I think I believe it was called the Church of Jesus Christ, uh, but um, the Lord obviously, you know, as with the priesthood, he reveals it line upon line um, to kind of develop that understanding um, for the church. So in verse 17, it says, By these things we know that there is a God in heaven who is infinite and eternal from everlasting to everlasting, the same unchangeable God and framer of heaven and earth and all things which are in them. Now, this is a, an important principle because the understanding of God and his divine characteristics and also his physical characteristics are something which were important to be restored as well. It was something which had been just the discussion of centuries of religious debates. Um, and of course, Joseph's experience in the sacred grove uh, kind of opened up and restored a number of things regarding God um, that had been lost for centuries. Um, we know that um, Dietrich, uh, Elder Dietrich Uchtdorf said this, quote, God our, loving heavenly, uh, God, our loving Father in heaven, has said that it is his work and glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. God the Father is the author of the gospel. It is a key part of God's plan of salvation or plan of redemption. It is called the gospel of Jesus Christ because it is the atonement of Jesus Christ that makes redemption and salvation possible. Close quotes. Our Heavenly Father loves us and he desires us to be able to return to him, to live with him in it, with eternal life. And it is interesting that um, obviously we talked about eternal punishment and endless punishment or torment in the last week section, uh, which leads us to think that eternal life doesn't just mean life that ends forever. Uh, sorry, life that ends forever, life that continues forever. Eternal life could also mean God's life, just like eternal punishment or an eternal torment means God's punishment. Um, and that indicates to us that eternal life is just more than living forever. It is living God's life. It is living in a state, a celestial state. It is living with your family forever. It is being like him, uh, which is obviously what we teach. And so I think that that is a wonderful uh, principle to be able to know. Um, I like in verse 18, it says that and that he created man, male and female, after his own image, and in his own likeness created he them, which indicates that we're not just talking about God, our Heavenly Father, we must be talking of our Heavenly Mother as well, because both male and female were created in God's image. And God, we're referring to our Heavenly Father, and also our Heavenly Mother, whose image you know, females are made after, um, which is a great blessing to know and to love uh, that we have a heavenly mother as well. Um, 
in verse 21, it says, Wherefore the Almighty God gave his only begotten Son, as it is written in those scriptures which have been given of him. Um, this is kind of glossed over because then, you know, it, it talks more in detail about how what what, what the Saviour did. Uh, but the fact that our Heavenly Father gave his only begotten Son is such an important principle that he loved us enough. He loved us so much that he was willing to do that. Uh, and that has blessed and changed our lives. Uh, without the Saviour, my life would be very different. The things that I go through, the um, the things that I've been you know, I've been blessed with, uh, would be very very different at all. Uh, very different to if I didn't have the Savior. Um, then, as we go on, uh, the the Lord says that He suffered temptations but gave no heed to them, and that, and it's interesting. That's a line that's put in there. It doesn't say you know He went about doing miracles. He went about doing good. It doesn't say that. He was baptised to show that we should be baptised also. The one thing from his life, other than, of course, his crucifixion and resurrection, which is in the next verse uh, that's highlighted, um, in his mortal life, in his mortal journey, the one line we're giving, given in this section is, he suffered temptations but gave no heed to them. Um, and I think that that's interesting that we are able to be told that the Saviour suffered things and suffered temptations just like we do. Um, perhaps on a grander scale, because he was the Son of God. And we know that Satan himself came and tempted him. Uh, and I think that, obviously, the, the number of things that the Saviour went through uh, far exceed what we would ever go through in our lives. So he would have been more tempted to not do it. Uh, and yet he did. Uh, and so it shows us that the Lord has been able to uh, understand and what what comes next, of course, after um, the this the teaching that he was crucified, that he was resurrected for us, that it's through his name that we can be forgiven, uh, and the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost are one God and are working in our favour. In verse twenty nine, it says, "And we know that all men must repent and believe on the name of Jesus Christ and worship the Father in His name and endure in faith on His name to the end, or they cannot be saved in the kingdom of God." We know that um, salvation comes through Christ. Um, David O. McKay said this, quote, I like to associate with that word saved, the power that man gets in this life to rise above his animal instincts and passions power to overcome or resist social evils that blight men's and women, women's souls and shut them out, not only from the peace of the world, but also from their membership in the kingdom of God. Many men may yearn for peace, cry for peace and work for peace, but there will no be no peace until they follow the path pointed out by the living Christ. Close quote. The fact is, is that save, being saved isn't just, you know, being resurrected or having eternal life. Being saved is being changed as well. Uh, and, and President McKay points this out. And then it goes into verses 30 and 31, which talk about justification and sanctification. Um, so in verse 30 it says, and we know that justification through the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is just and true. And then in verse 31 it says, and we know also that sanctification through the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is just and true to all those who love and serve God with all their mights, minds and strength. Uh, it's interesting that justification just indicates that it's through the grace and then sanctification indicates that it's through the grace 
um, and also to those who serve with their mights, minds and strengths. So that indicates there's a difference between the two. Um, Bruce R. McConkie said, quote, We believe in the law of justification. By virtue of this law, if a man walks, acts and lives in this life in such a manner that is conducted, is justified by the Spirit, he eventually will attain an inheritance in the celestial kingdom. Um, Carol F. McConkie uh, said this, quote, I see the beauty of holiness in sisters whose hearts are centred on all that is good, who want to become more like the Saviour. They offer the whole soul, heart, might, mind and strength to the Lord in the way they live every day. Holiness is in the striving and the struggle to keep the commandments and to honour the, com- the covenants we have made with God. Holiness is making the choices that will keep the Holy Ghost as our guide. Holiness is setting aside our natural tendencies and becoming a saint through the atonement of, of Christ the Lord. Every moment of our lives must be holiness to the Lord. Close quote. I share both of these quotes because I think they indicate um, what the difference is between justification and sanctification. Being justified through the grace of Christ means that we are brought to the presence of the Father. It means that we are resurrected. It means that we are saved to some degree in the in the life hereafter, whether it is the celestial kingdom or perhaps the, the terrestrial celestial kingdom. The fact of the matter is, is that whatever kingdom we attain to, even if it is the celestial kingdom, it is far beyond, as we've spoken before, any expectation or understanding or or experience that we have on earth today. Um, and those that inherit the celestial kingdom, that will, that kingdom will far out, far, you know, be beyond what they deserve as the celestial kingdom is. You know, <laughs> that the way I live my life personally, and I'm, I'm hoping to achieve, attain to the celestial kingdom, you know, it is not because of my doing. Of course, I need to do my best. I need to try and change and become as close to my saviour as I can do with my heart, my mind and strength, and I will do. But even if I do all that, as we read in Mosiah chapter 2, I will still be unprofitable. It will still be because of the grace of my saviour that I am able to be able to live in that, in that state. Um, and so we are all justified. Every single person on this earth will be justified to some extent. But sanctification is that complete change to being like our saviour, to being like our heavenly father, to be to be able to live in and, and have their eternal have eternal life like them. Uh, and I think it is such a blessing and once again that our heavenly father has given us the, our saviour to be able to make it possible for these things to happen. Thank you very much for listening today. Today I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to read, uh, to listen. Sorry, to the podcast. You can subscribe, review it, uh, that'll help share it. Please join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can also email session at gmail.com with any feedback or thoughts as well. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>